Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Eric Bird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, we're going to talk about the debt box node update. You know, the TRO, Temporary Restraining Order, from about two months ago. Well, around October 6th or 4th, I can't remember the exact dates, they had another meeting with the judge. In short, the judge said, well, I think I'm going to remove the TRO. Now, I'm going to explain that and a lot more. And we have transcripts down below in the ch- below the video in the description box. You will see the link so you can actually see the 40-some page transcript and read it for yourself. And welcome. Stop struggling now. Gear. Check. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Please share the videos and please let others know the Debt Box Node, IX Global, they have had a TRO, Temporary Restraining Order, simply because the DOJ was saying, we think they're going to move assets outside of the country. So we want to protect the investors. Now, I want to caution everybody because you have to understand this is an SEC action to protect what they were calling the investors. Now, they also have something against debt box node. The fact that they said we have to determine if these are considered securities and how you promote this. So if a TRO is removed, that is not end all be all, ladies and gentlemen, but we're gonna show you right now some of this transcript. I'm gonna go to page 42, so you guys can get the transcript and you will see because there's a whole lot of reading going on with the judge saying, hey, DOJ, what you're saying did not happen. I'll give you some examples. DOJ said in their temporary restraining order, in order to obtain the temporary restraining order, they told the court that the they have already closed accounts and moved money to the UAE, for instance. All right? Outside the United States. When in fact, that was not the truth. Their accounts also got closed down because, in part, they might have closed some down, but at the same time, when they were doing their action, Counts got closed down, but as it turns out, they said in the last 30 days, there was activities being done by debt box node. When in fact, activities about removing money out of the country and closing accounts and all that actually didn't happen during the time frame they were saying, trying to make it seem like it happened within the last 20, 30 days. 
but it didn't happen within the last 20, 30 days. There's a lot more to it, but I'm just giving you a short synopsis. So in essence, it appeared that Debtbox No was just operating business as usual, moving money around with accounts in the United States. They were talking about opening up an office outside of the United States. So then what's wrong with getting or sending 20 or $30,000 to somebody that says, hey, if you find an office for us, this gives you the right to reserve or find a place. That's not millions of dollars that they claimed. We're talking about, I believe you can read it yourself, but we're talking like less than 40 grand was moved. And that could be for a lot of things. It could be for lawyers. It could be for real estate agents. You just never know what that could be. Or it could be for opening an account in that jurisdiction to make it easier to pay. But it damn sure is not 20 million, damn sure ain't 1 million, and ain't even 500,000, it's not even $100,000. All right? So, again, the judge is like, uh, I, I believe, DOJ, you're being a little bit dubious. So now, after some of these things, I think I'm going to remove this TRO. Rightfully so, because a lot of times the DOJ does this exact same gaslighting BS to get warrants to jack people's accounts to steal from the ordinary citizens, except most of the time ordinary citizens don't have the $50,000, the $25,000, the $100,000 to get a DOJ defense attorney. That's how they get most people. But in this case, these guys have a little fun so they can actually have hired attorneys where they can actually get the right representation. So kudos to them. The TRO is lifted. So we're going to show this right here. This is so everybody can see for themselves. Again, the link will be down below. So I just want you to see that this is the court case. This is against digital licensing and defendants. And there's a lot of defendants. There's like, what, 18 named people plus the digital plus the debt box knows digital license company. So I'm going to immediately go over here. This is page 42 on the left hand side. I want you to see, um, because see, there's 18 different people that's on the defense side. Now, here's where we're going to go to number 12, line 12. I'll start it here for everybody on podcast. Having con- This is the judge talking. Having concluded that the TRO is improvidently granted, having rested the need for the asset freeze and the receivership to address the harms that I was concerned about addressing, having now decided that there's not a legal basis to support that. He's referring to the TRO. What? There is no legal basis for the TRO, so he's removing that. I want the transition to be be complete and quick because, remember, there's a receivership. So what he's saying is it's irreparable harm to the defendants in this case. You froze their assets. They couldn't do business. You had somebody take over and deal with controlling their assets. That would be the receiver. So the receiver says, or the judge says, okay, I want you to give them back control. ASAP. He did something like 48 hours, all right? And let me say on this point is what the judge says. I've had this thought a handful of times during this hearing, but I want to be clear about this. At the, how do I say this? I fully expect counsel for the defendants in this case that you will communicate to your clients the importance of ensuring that there are no efforts to dissipate or remove assets during the pendency of this action until we can decide this case on the merits. 
Okay, so here's the kicker. Notice they're releasing them back, taking off the TRO, so they get back their assets and use of their assets. But now the judge is saying, well, now, since you guys weren't going to be moving outside of the country, I kind of don't expect any of those assets to be taken, which is what the dissipate means, or remove assets. So they have to stay. If you start moving stuff, then that would indicate the SEC was correct. So he's asking them, I don't want to see that. At least some of the, and he puts in commas, I know where you're going to be. All right. So we're going to keep going and I'm going to come over. Going to be arguing or deciding at some point soon about whether these are securities. All right, ladies and gentlemen, see, this is not over. Just because a TRO was removed, they got their assets back. There is still a case regarding if these nodes or if some part of what Debtbox is doing, the crypto or whatever, are securities. All right. Whether the causes of action are sustainable, whether there is a legal basis and the like. So, see, they haven't brought that action yet. It's just a TRO that's been discussed so far. I don't know what, and then again, two comments for everybody on podcast. I don't know what the facts might look like at some point. But if I'm presented without evidence that the defendants are actively engaged in some effort to place outside the scope the jurisdiction of this court assets that are in question right now, which is different than operating their business, business expenses and the like, we'll have really serious conversations about that if we need to. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to be paying attention to their movement of funds of some sort or any type of uh, what they're going to consider not appropriate movement of assets or funds. The judge apparently is going to be paying attention. I'm sure the DOJ will be as well. I just want to be clear about my expectation while I'm handling handing the keys back to the defendants and their entities. So see, that's clear. I'm sure I didn't need to say that. But I didn't want it to go unsaid. And then somebody say later, they didn't know that this was going to be a big deal. It will be a big deal. Like I'm saying, it will be a big deal. You try to start moving stuff. They're going to have problems. You're going to have problems if you're the defendant. You're going to have problems. So they're putting them on notice. And they're giving you a way to, let's just say, hang yourself if you actually are trying to do something. Because if you do it, then that means... You know, it's DOJ. You're going to be in jail or you're going to be one of those people that can't land in America. Otherwise, you're going to get arrested. I'm just saying. All right. You don't want to be in that boat. Who else wishes to be heard about this idea that I have for the defendants to tender a plan or demand and then a meet and confer period followed by either joint or separate status reports from the parties? Anyone else? All right. So I just wanted to bring this up real quick, ladies and gentlemen, just to show you it's the TRO that's removed. Anybody saying anything like the SEC dropped or the judge removed the SEC case, that is not the fact. The fact of the matter is the temporary restraining order was removed. They're able to get their assets back. It should have already happened because it's past 48 hours. And that's where we stand. The judge, the DOJ, and everybody is watching where those assets move to or what they're, how they're spending their money. It's being watched very carefully. I'm pretty sure they have some orders in place for that. So again, let me know what you guys think down below, but it's just not finished yet. So again, don't listen to somebody that says just because the TRO, we're back to business as usual. 
you're right, you're back to business as usual. But if you were planning on changing and getting offices outside the country, moving money outside the country, you are still under the preview of the court and you are still under preview of the court for an SEC action that's going to determine if these are securities. And if they're deemed securities, then you know ultimately it does not matter about anything else. That means things will be shut down. And with all that said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here, ladies and gentlemen, and a lot of people are trying to invest in different projects, different businesses. That's a bunch of different things that you're trying to do. And those things could be with crypto. They could be with real estate. They can be with stock market. It could be with starting a business, buying a business. There's many, many different ways that you can invest. But the number one thing is whenever you invest, you only invest in what you feel comfortable with. Everything doesn't work out, but you can't give up. But you do have to do your own due diligence. And if you feel comfortable, then you invest and you put your money behind it. And then we see where it goes. So with all that said, keep your head up, keep moving, and I'm out.